To everybody out there in the world. Mm. It's good to be alive. It is really, really good to be alive. And for one reason alone, for the fact that we are alive. What else do we know? Hence, we have the opportunity to speak again to one another as men and as people of the world and begin to understand, first of all, to begin to find one another and then to begin to understand one another. Whew, it's been long. It's been a very, very long time since I have had the opportunity to once again have a conversation with myself and be ready to put it out there. Do we consider or do we think as men we could get to a place where we could forgive ourselves. What would it take for us to forgive ourselves? Are we able to forgive ourselves? Is there a need for us to forgive ourselves? What does it feel like to have forgiven ourselves? How would we know when we have forgiven ourselves? What would the world look like if we are to forgive ourselves? Would it change the way we treat one another? Would the world be a safer place? Would there be stability in the world? Would there be 
expediency in the world? Would the justice system be prudent and work efficiently and work only for the justice of the of the of the of the human race? Would our justice system be able to restore the dignity of someone who has been wronged? What would it look like were we to forgive ourselves as men, particularly as black men? Because we are once again at it. We have been at it. We are perpetuating the very same things that cause us the pain that we feel as black men. Does it mean that there won't be crime when we, for, when we forgive ourselves? Does it mean that we now live in this paradise of a society on we've got... No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the human, a human being is a human being for the only reason that he is a human being. And because of that, there are things that come with it. People capitalize their opportunities, people capitalize, people do whatever it takes for them to, to have what they feel they must have or to get away with what they feel they can get away with. That is the nature of the beast. However, are there certain things that we can take out of ourselves, get rid of are there things that we can rid ourselves of and then begin perhaps another leg in the struggle of our struggle and someone would say what is the struggle the struggle is for us to be upright isn't it That is the struggle for us to be upright as black men. We have done, we have committed or conspired or actively participated in atrocities that are unfathomable. We have perpetuated such evil to one another, to our own, to our young, to our women that are unfathomable. I shudder to think of the amount of blood that this motherland had to 
that is in this motherland. Because you cannot probably hear that my I'm not as fluid because this really, really does disturb me. I'm trying to gather my thoughts because what we are seeing today is exactly the consequences of our behavior from previous generations and what we have now added onto the list. It disturbs me greatly that human beings banna kerena resanzaning re tswalampili re landilo tsebiana to batobarena. But then we can see gore the way we are going about things is not working for us. So let me just break it down. As we speak right now, the black man has officially, you've heard it here. As we speak now, the black man is the lowest of the low. As we speak right now, the black man is the lowest of the low. Even the most advanced black man in society, even the most economically uh economically uh, barking, uh, uh, barking, even the most economic, economically uh, or even the richest black man in the world today is still the lowest of the low. And he is the lowest of the low by the group which he falls under. Which, what am I coming to here? I'm saying even the richest black man today can be accused of rape right and he can be wrongfully imprisoned with the resources that he has he can wrongfully be imprisoned just like any other ordinary joe black joe who's on the street that's what i mean the black man today is the lowest of the low by virtue of the grouping that he finds himself in. So it benefits us not as black men to continue this way. For us to be so casual and so negligent about the way we go about our business. What am I talking about here? I'm not talking about the uh, uh, black consciousness revolution what 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 no I'm just talking about things that you and I you and I as Majita we can get out of our system and from that from that already we become we slowly become upright men. And whatever that culminates into would be then as a result of us making the effort to take certain things out of our system. So the black man is the lowest of the low. He's got he, the, the bargain. 
his health is not is not serious, not taken serious. There's no real health policy that specifically looks out for men, right? So he's the lowest of the law. Uh, he is under the employ in the main, right, of someone who Erganore dispossessed him of the ball, of possession, took possession. So Omojeze ball. And I know because Omojeze ball, no, Motomontuira, Asa Legamara ground, do you mean? He's not, he's not even in the field, a black man. A ball boy. He's the ball boy. Because not only has he been, has, be, has he been, uh, taken possess, uh, have they, have they uh, dispossessed him or taken possession from him? They've also kicked him off the field. He's now a ball boy. Hence, certain things can happen to all black men across from the lowest to the highest ranked black men from the poorest to the richest from the illiterate to the most educated from the most religious to the to the biggest heathen uh, from do you understand so this is why i'm saying it becomes very important for us to forgive ourselves and admit and say we have been wrong we are wrong about certain things and perhaps we will probably die in our lifetime and there are certain things that we would not have gotten right or we would not have managed hard as we might try we would not have managed to take them out of our system but we know about them we are aware of them we are identifying them and we are saying to our kids, to our boys who are growing up, this, my boy, is not the way you are going to go about this and this. Or watch out for this and this. But we are making some concept. We are putting in an effort to rid ourselves of certain things in our DNA. We need to then forgive ourselves. It is not something that we are going to have a men's conference about. It is neither is it going to be something that we are going to come together at some big stadium and we will all say, we forgive ourselves. No, if people want to do that, fine. It makes people feel good and, uh, you know, yeah, do that by all means. I definitely won't be a part of that. But it has to be something that every man takes up within themselves and say, I am not going to do Ntubia. And because now, we say, okay, we are not going to do this thing. That means the, the, the more people take out things, certain kind of behaviors in their system, we become, we start to become a bride. Then, we've got to ask the woman to forgive us. 
Why is it important? Do we even need to ask these people uh, for forgiveness? These very same people who, who expect so much from us uh, and yet they've got, they hardly have anything to show for their own. Uh, so, do we even need to forgive ourselves? Do we even need to ask them for forgiveness? I mean, what do we need to ask women to forgive us for? I mean, you know, these people, they don't know what they're doing. You know, that could be the thinking for some people. Why must we ask women? They're just women, man. I mean, come on. What is this now? about forgiving, asking women for forgiveness. What is this? No, man. You are losing it now. Surely. Hey? Now you are right. You know that bill, you know. Yeah, you are on to something. Now, what is this about asking women for forgiveness? What is this? I will tell you what it is about. Because... We live on through the women. We live on through the women. And through the women, we can track our progress. Meaning what? Meaning that whatever this is and this is something that is so interesting that I that I that I learned from a from a very dear friend of mine. Um you cultivate certain things in you as a man, and therefore Every time, every time you sow your seed, all those things that have been, that you've cultivated in you come out in the child. That is why it is important for us to make, to keep on getting better and making children. And our our forefathers knew that. That's how they were able to maintain civilizations that that stood a very very long time. That is why even till today their archaeology still stands because they understood that. So we so through the woman we are able to track our progress individually as men because the more the more we build ourselves the more we take certain things out of our system and the more we we cultivate certain things within us good then the better quality of your seed. And so we need to ask the woman to for, for forgiveness. Because for as long as we don't ask the woman for forgiveness, we will never be allowed we will never be allowed or we will not be trusted as we are now and we will not be trusted 
with their wombs. We will not be able to say, this is a kind of woman that I want to sow this kind of a seed so that she can bear me this kind of fruit. This is the tree that I would ask this specific kind, this kind of fruit. Why? Because what will end up happening? We will continue to have this kind of society where the louder, the louder the argument becomes between men and women, the further they drift apart because they keep shouting. The reason why men and women today are shouting at each other is because they are getting further and further and further and further away. And you know who are they getting further and further away from? They are getting further and further and further away from their, from their children, from themselves. So we need to ask the woman to forgive us because we are wrong for doing certain things. We are wrong for killing them. We are wrong for raping. We are wrong for running away from our children. We are wrong for not being assertive in the way in which we carry ourselves as black men. We are wrong. We are wrong for drinking every fucking day. We are wrong for all of that. We are wrong for taking drugs. We are wrong for exposing them to drugs. We are wrong for taking their children and killing them as we do. We are wrong. So we need to ask them to forgive us. We all have sisters. Eh? Every guy in the world is a sister or a cousin or a, or a mother or a, a girlfriend. Or a daughter, but or a grandmother, iconali. No ways. No. And then we got to ask the children to forgive us. Because we one the biggest crime, the biggest crime that we can be accused of, and we will lose we will lose that case hands down as black men is not doing enough to make the environment a happy place or a playing ground for children. We are complicit. We are all, all of us, all of us, we are complicit one way or another. And uh, I will come to that on the next segment of the show or on the next show. But for today, 
I just wanted us to have a conversation about forgiveness from ourselves, from the women, from the children. We are not creating a safe place for the world. But if we to look at the schools which our children are going to, let's just look at that. Let's look at the things that have been taught to our children at schools. Sometimes, in most cases, the things that we are teaching our children at schools, things that our children see us doing, that's no way to raise a boy. You can't raise a boy uh, to just do as he wish. No. A boy. You can't raise a boy like that. A boy must understand that he is not here to be anybody's fool. He needs to go big. Make it big. He needs to be able to be the biggest rock star he can ever be in his own life. And to do that, there are certain things that are simply unacceptable for him to be led to do. Simply because they will waste his time. They will waste his time. You cannot, you cannot, uh, Raise a boy to do as he wish today. We have to teach our boys real life values, life skills that will help them move along. Under who is ever Fanawanya never hold a white or two, more fat in and a more fat in Judea Wuwa, Ole Munadia Wuwa. Because Munna Litoro, only big, 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 big dreams. Ole Munna Litoro Zoga Nadifikel. You can reach those dreams. And whatever situation you find yourself in, in life, is whatever, whatever difficulty you find yourself in. When I'm opening, it's a temporary thing. And you need to go through it. You need to go through it. So that you can one day say, yes, I've been here. I can do it. I've been through tougher. You know, I can, I know what I'm going through now is nothing compared to where I come from. I can do this. So that's how we need to raise boys. To know that we, I am born with nothing and I become someone of value. And I become someone of value because I go through different stages in my life. I go through different heartaches. I go through different hardships. I go through tough times in my life. Or I have to do something that is extremely tough. But I know that what I'm going through now 
is going to make me someone of value because one day I can tell my story about it. It's just a it's just another edition. Another time. Just another sideshow to my life, to my story. Now to do that, we as Majita need to flush out certain things in our system and we need to ask the kids to forgive us. And how do we ask our kids to forgive us? They, we need to literally speak those words and then from there speak more positivity in their lives and act much more positively in their lives. We need to be very, 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 we need to be extremely aggressive in our positive stance or in the positive nature in which we go about our children. We need to be very, very aggressive. The kind of ladies we raise, the kind of daughters we raise that we want to have, that we want to put out there in society. We cannot just let them do as they wish or as the world says to us, we must let them be. No. We see the consequences of that. Come on. We know. We know about it. We know. For Ejo, someone's sister or someone's wife or someone's daughter or someone's niece or someone's granny. If you want to see how how crazy a man is, go and do that. Go and bother one of those females that I've just mentioned in someone who are close to someone. So which means none of us really likes the fact that women are not safe in this world or in our in our in our areas as black folks. So that means even the way we raise our ladies, our daughters, we have to be extremely aggressive in our positive approach. We need to raise a generation of children that they already have the smarts. That's the fortunate part of it. They've got a lot of information at their fingertips. So for us is just to give them love. Give them support. Encourage them to go further, to be better. To be way better. Better kids, better adults than we are.
It has to stick with the man. So, if you are the glue, you are the bond. You are the bond. Horahor, hey. Hey, Lori, can need the gum corbonan, and can need, we can all see now that 
the life just life is a sticky situation for the black man or let me say life is a, yeah the, the black man's life is the black man is in a sticky situation right now nothing in his life sticks nothing in his life sticks yes we have to take collective responsibility but the collective does not disregard or dismiss the individual that is where that conversation where i've had guys say uh, they refuse to take collective responsibility and fe uh, feminists saying men must take collective responsibility they are both right but the problem the reason why they cannot find common ground is because they are all shouting at each other first of all second of all they are not trying to find one another they think they are but they are not because if they were trying to find one another they would then look at the person who says men must take collective responsibility indeed we must take collective responsibility for ourselves don't end it there if if you say if you say men must take collective responsibility you are leaving that statement half but now as a man i have to say that yes indeed we have to take collective responsibility for ourselves which means which means that once you once enough men takes responsibility it becomes a collective the outcomes become the the outcomes out there they appear as a collective a collective is made out of individuals that is why that statement is indeed correct but the context from which this conversation is being had out there is not to reconcile the men and the women it's still from the adversarial context or from the adversarial prison if you look at it that's why we can never find each other because once the woman will shout louder the man might shout for a while and then eventually he'll just close himself up and say yeah well, well i'm not really gonna get into an argument with a woman now if we are able to say yes men must take collective responsibility for themselves now when you complete it like that you are saying that yes there is no going to be a, 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 a it's never going to be televised it's not something that must that that is to be televised we must just see crime going lower we must just see uh, safety out there we must just see a lot more uh, men just going about their lives and trying to do the most to get ahead in life without harming the next person that's what we must see so yes men must take collective responsibility hence we are talking about the forgiveness that the man has to ask from because 
Ainabo pelobo bar filem bon. Ritle mo lufatin because hona le morero o tuantin o petahale. Morero o hukana ao katale se yuhore morero o o tuahumang ke enye. Se salam morero o tuantin o petahale. It is ir what I am saying is that there is a purpose why you are in this world. There is a purpose why you are on this planet, on this particular, at today, at a certain time. Whether that purpose is from God, and it's from, whether that purpose is from God or, or is from your ancestors, or whether it's from you, is irrelevant. But the bottom line is it has to be done, which means, for that purpose to be fulfilled, you need to carry yourself in a certain way. Because we must understand that freedom looks very different or is a very different concept to us than what it is for generally the Westerners and everything like that. Freedom for us is not uh, disorder. Neither is it people doing as they wish whenever they wish without considering the consequences and try to always get themselves out of uh, the consequences and people being put, put away in jail. And, well, that's not freedom for us. And people standing in queues to go and vote and people being given uh, 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 handouts and people being made to depend uh, on everything else and people being made to being allowed to blame everything else and never themselves and never have to take a car. That's not freedom to us. That's not what freedom looks like to us. It isn't. The freedom for us is to be able to live in a society where men know exactly what they're here for. That is freedom. Because there's a lot of things in our culture that we can sit down. I don't think there's a problem. There's a lot of things in our, in our culture that we can sit down and, and discuss and come to a, con, to, to a consensus with one from, from issue to issue and say, yes, maybe this thing is not really feasible when we look at the economic circumstances right now. Or maybe this thing, yeah, this is good. Let's keep this. You, you understand? But we cannot go there if we are part of the problem, if we are the problem. Kika home, retwanete hokopa mudimu aratwarele. Because we, relumajita as black men, we have turned our back on our blessings. We have turned our back on our blessings. Some people sometimes but then from where I see it, Rena Arkano ring, flatelin tantlazetu. 
That is what we are doing. And we are doing that because we cannot access our blessings because we are not conducting ourselves in a certain way. Kika home, retwante ho kopa mudimu, rikwe rikopele badimu, rikwe rikopele mmele mwana, horibara tswarele. And lere na ri tswarele. But once we have done that, we will begin to think clearly. The economic circumstances won't necessarily change now. The way the world is set up right now won't necessarily change now, but one thing at a time. And that is where we need to start. Maybe we can bring back uh, a sporting culture in our in our communities again, you know, an artistic uh, society culture in our, you know, a highly skilled uh, people in our culture. Maybe we can. Maybe. Maybe we can get to a point where, uh, you know, clubs do contribute to their communities, you know, uh, pubs com contribute to their communities, you know. Maybe we can get to that culture. So, Kajibu, Nikibatla fella who were about forgiveness. I wanted to talk about forgiveness today. Um, because. Because I figured that it is the one topic that is not necessarily been uh, spotlighted that much. Because it's not a fashionable topic. And uh, some people might say it tends to be too much on the religious and, uh, you know, that maybe you are a bit crazy. I mean, uh, you know, this stuff about God and all those things, you know, I don't believe in that. But actually, if you look at it, um, the process of forgiveness itself has a very uh, gratifying aspect to it that is real on your psyche, regardless of your religious affiliation or whether you or your irreligious uh, starts. When you know that you've let go of something that used to be that used to plague you or that used to hold you back or when you know that you've actually gotten to admit something that you really felt bad about you know you feel better you know you've closed that chapter so we will continue to talk about forgiveness and we will continue to break it down and some of these topics um they will come back later on in the black man saga towards the end of the the series and i'll bring in i'll bring in a lady or two on this topic and we can hear it from the woman's point of view how she views forgiveness in this context 
regarding the black man. Are there people who need to forgive the black man? Look, that is to be heard five or six or seven episodes from now. We can do better of it. We can. Oscar Walomo tolerating, they are telling you otherwise. Because that's where they got you. We can do better. And to show you that we can do better, we do do good every day of our life. You help someone. You know, uh, for me, I found that most people in the world that I come across are good people. Genuine good people. People who go out of their way to be nice to me. Whether it's by greeting me or whether it's by them telling me that I'm gonna walk into a pole or I must watch out. Whether it's people who help me cross the road or there's just people who would have a nice, friendly conversation with me. So there, there, there is good in the world. And people do do good in the world. So don't be down, but we have to break down these things so that we can understand that the idea of a soft life does not exist. It's a Hollywood narrative that cannot hold water or any sway. It shouldn't. Because we are a different people. A chihuahua and a pit bull are not the same. Do you understand? A vulture and a dove are not the same. You know? Do you understand? So, you know, a parrot and a falcon are not the same. You know, they are, they are birds, but they are not the same kind of birds. So, there is always hope. But find the things that are good in you and try and do more of that. Oh, 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 oh,